You're listening to the Dad Gab Show, and here we go! Yeah, Dad Gab coming back at you for another week. Thanks for hanging out with us. We always appreciate it. I am one of your co-hosts, Luck, along with... Mike, hello, hello. Hello, sir. How are you doing today? I'm all right. Do we have a guest today? No guests. No guests today. Original, Just me and you. Original cast only today. <laughs> yes. Beat it, others. <laughs> yeah, others. Wow. That's got, that seems like a harsh term. Yeah. You go, well, others. Like, like, you know. We don't Weird redo team. this. We don't redo this. So it's it's, it's staying in the it's staying in the in the open. It, it, we're here, but you're over there. You you can play with us sometimes, but you're still not here. Like you're you're <laughs> we we have separated ourselves from this group. I thought we were about unity. Oh man, this is getting political. Right about uh, I'm we're just gonna move right on. Sorry. <laughs> no, I like the others though. That was good. <laughs> that was good. Good. Excellent. <laughs> That is how we roll. Uh, we are recording on Saturday. Took last week off. Celebrate Memorial Day. Hope everyone had a great uh, long weekend. Uh, it's it's a it was a weird weekend. Uh, it's a weird time for me. So yeah, I mean, I like I think that when we decided like post hiatus to kind of come back, I was like, I don't really want to talk about quarantines things. You know, like it's I, I'm not sure what we can add to that dialogue, but it does loom over literally everything. And it's like, well, you think Memorial day, you think, you know, cookouts and hanging out. Like, I know that's not what it's really about, but those are traditional kind of things that it feels like the start of summer in a lot of ways. Uh, you know, pools are open and that kind of stuff. And then, well, here I am just locked in my house. Yeah. I mean, yes. Like Memorial day, the unofficial start of summer, um, like you were talking about. And then, for me and my profession, like, you know, the official start of, well, I'm, I'll be home every day for a couple months. Even if I have, you know, practice, it's still in the morning. It's still, I'm still coming back home. And I've, I've been here since March. And so it's like, <laughs> yes, um, um, it's weird. Uh, we, we'll, we'll talk, we got a topic we'll get into in a little bit. Uh, but I ran across the street. There's a, a little butcher shop across the street, or not across the street. It's like a few blocks down, and they have an outdoor grill going all summer. And nice. I walked. I, I went up there the other day for lunch and uh, ran into one of my uh, one of the my coworkers, one of the other teachers at the school I'm at, and uh, he's like, "How's it going?" I was like, "Pretty good." And he's like, "He's like, I, I feel like we've been on summer since uh, the middle of March, so uh, it was a five month summer." Okay, <laughs> like right. Hopefully that's all it is. Like, yeah, it's just <laughs> right. It's so weird. <laughs> so yeah, it is just all weird. Uh, I we hope everyone had a good Memorial Day weekend. Hopefully you, it, it, we had great weather up here, so we've been outside all the time. And I was going to add to that. that. Like, if you know me, I hate the outdoors. I don't like spending time out there. There's like a window no. of like ten to twelve days a year where I'm like, hey, I would go outside during this. This is peak Mike weather. And it's been peak Mike weather. Like normally I'd be like, let's go to a beer garden somewhere. We'll bring the kid. She can run around. Everything will be fine. And like, I can't even do that. Like it just, it's, <laughs> I'm missing one of my 12 days. One of my 12 is gone. At least one. Cause it's really nice I mean, today too. 
Maybe you'll have to broaden your horizons a, no, a little bit. Just a, just a little bit. Just a little bit. No. Just I. I'm just, no. you, you could always you could always do that. I'm just saying. No. I'm no. old and set in my ways. Yeah, so old. So old. I know. <laughs> do you have a beer? I have a beer. I have what a beer. A... I have a luck household favorite, a Line Kugel Summer Shandy. Because it's summer, man. Well, I from spiteful brewing up in chicago it's called whale tickler it's a double ipa with mango mango yeah mango <laughs> also <sighs> also clocks in at 9.2% abv which is always good of course it does of course it is. Um, is it delicious? Have you had it before? I have, and it's good. Like, I, it's weird because I don't. There's 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 fruit beers as a category, and then there are like beers that include fruit. Like, it's a weird distinction. Like, I wouldn't call this a fruit beer by any stretch, because um, fruit beers I generally do not like. Like, they're not not aimed at me. I will say. But uh, it's weird when there's a fruit in there, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know how I'm gonna feel about this. But it's, uh, it's good, it's good. I'll take it. Spiteful good. does really good stuff. Spiteful. Okay, I'll put that out on the list. Yep. They have, yep. Uh, they have thing. Uh, they have one called a pigeon porter. That's really good. Um, and there's a maple pigeon porter if you can find it. That's like a very like dark stouty type thing with the hint of maple sweetness in there. It's top notch. Does it include real pigeons or, uh, I don't know their brewing process. So I suppose <laughs> it's possible. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so I came across this show on Netflix called bruise brothers. Have you seen this? Yes, uh, we haven't watched the whole season yet, but we are. Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> I I binged it. I think I just watched the whole thing in one night. Right, because there aren't a lot. Right, I think we got like two or three more. Yeah. Like we look during lockdown. I feel like we try and space things out as best we can. You know, you don't want like for us if we run through it. Like we don't watch everything under the sun. You know, we're not. Mm-hmm. You know, we just that's not really our style. So it's like, oh man, like we should we should try and savor this. Let's not. Not burn through it all quickly, but yeah, it was <laughs> enjoyable. It was fun. It was good. I was, I was impressed. I mean, I was entertained, which is all I really ask for. Sure. So, yeah. Um, something before we get out of uh, intro section because we used to talk about it all the time, and I'm proud of where I'm at. How is your fitness thing going right now? Awful. It's Uh-oh. going awful. It's going terrible. Okay. Going to be honest. Um. I'm pretty much at the same point where I was at when we talked about it, I think, a month ago. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I, I've i been uh, doing the DDP two days a week and running at least two days a week, plus throwing in some mowing here or there, and uh, I'm doing all right. Like, my diet kind of kind of sucks, mm-hmm. but I feel like I'm, I'm balancing that by significantly more exercise. Um, so I'm patting yeah, myself my- on the back is what I'm saying. Well, that's fantastic. Thank you. Uh, good job. Thank you. Um, I am not doing well. we'll I keep did working 55 on minutes of DDP yoga this morning. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. While mildly hungover. 
Well, you you had too much fun last night. Oh, dude, on weekend night, like we try we try and keep it, but like once a kid goes to bed on weekend nights, it's like freedom. Like I just I just need these moments where like we can drink some beer and watch whatever we want. And I mean, like we could do that during the week. Obviously, we just to try and maintain some form of like normalcy. Like I'm not, you know, trying to roll out of bed and wake up hungover for my work from home days every day. So, <laughs> you know, like we try and uh, we try and do that. So, um, you know, we, we let a little loose on the Friday and Saturday. <laughs> I know people, I, I'm, I'm sure, you know, the, the wife really has to twist your arm to, to, to get at it <laughs> yeah, too. Like, right. Right. I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of uh, nagging and arm bending on you must drink right now. All right. All right. All right. If I have to. <laughs> um, uh, speaking of beer. Um, yes. How about that Astros beer? Yeah, yeah, you know, it's it. Most of the posts on Facebook come from me, but every once in a while, I'll be like, I'll see a dad gap post like come up, and I'm like, I didn't do that. What is that? And so, obviously, that's one that you did. I assume it was you. I don't know. Maybe somebody else is in there, but uh, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, it was me. I saw that and I immediately wanted to go buy it. That's why, but it's only available in New Jersey at the moment. Weird. Do we know then, anybody in New Jersey? Is anybody listening in New Jersey? Could you ship us some? Yeah, if anybody is, or if anybody has connections to get us some trash can banger beer, uh, we're good with it. Yeah. I think they're going to start selling it in Texas soon, according to the article. I wonder how that'll but, go over. <laughs> if if we had baseball in stadiums right now, they could sell it in every stadium, and I'm sure every time the Astros play, it would sell out. Right. But so. I feel like maybe instead of starting in Texas, maybe you should start in L.A. So like the, the Dodger <laughs> fans could be drinking it like, no, like, I don't know that the Texans are going to take too kindly to that. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the whole uh, maybe they're thinking California people are too pretentious to to drink the trash can banger beer, yeah. which, <laughs> by the way, like. They, they, the name of it was phenomenal too. I don't, who knows how it tastes. Right. I think it was, but trash can banger. It wasn't like oh Astros or cheaters or no, they went trash can banger. I'm, I'm looking it up on untapped right now just to see how it's doing. See if people are, <laughs> are... we, we got some responses too, which was fantastic. Um, so I, I was glad for that. Trash can banger. Is it from Departed Souls? I uh, I don't know. New Jersey. Yeah, there it is. All right. All right. 50, what do you got? Fifty-six people have checked it in so far. Oh, they're they're selling like hotcakes. Well, uh, it's averaging a four out of five stars. So that's okay. Good. Um, there's that's also good. man, there's banging on a trash can from another. That's from Arizona. <laughs> like, I don't know if that's meant to be a a shot as well. And bang the trash can slowly from Rally Cap <laughs> Brewing. I don't know what any of that is, but I like, I don't know if all of those are rips because that's awesome. That's great. Uh, yeah. Take We're that. Have to invest- Take that. We're have to invest- get this. I, I appreciate it. Uh, so since there are no sports right now, still, um, the <laughs> local 
sports radio show that goes on from three to six and they have to fill time every day, right? Right. So uh, they do their best. Speaking of no sports, uh, so oftentimes when it's time to get the kid to nap, we put on baseball or basketball just because it's it won't hold her attention well enough to keep her from sleeping. And so NBA TV or MLB Network are our friends. But today we found Cornhole on ESPN. Yes. That definitely did the trick because it also put me. <laughs> hey, those guys are good. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> it's those guys are really good. Right? Like why like, it's like watching darts when people just throw like bullseye yeah. after bullseye. It's like how is this a thing? You're all just making it every single time. I don't understand. <laughs> how does anybody how ever much, win? How much time do you have on your hands that you can just literally be at the pinnacle of the activity at all times to where like if you're if you're throwing darts you know you're getting the bullseyes or if you're playing cornhole or bags whatever you want to call it and you're getting you're throwing the bag in the hole consistently on a 95 percent how how long have you practiced right what have you done i i'm i'm in awe of you but yet i don't think i ever want to obtain your level of greatness in the set activity. Correct. No, but like if you were that good at bags right now and you showed up to a party, nobody would want to play against you. They'd be like, exactly. Beat it. What's wrong <laughs> with you? Why are you so good at this? <laughs> like drink some more. Maybe you'll start to miss. I, um, I'm the literally two nights before the stay at home order went into effect. Um, we had a, a teacher's outing. And we went to a couple establishments around Peoria. And there was a game up here. It's called Dags. And it's like bags, but you play with dice. So it's a tabletop game. Okay. Or pretty fun. Nice. Um, it, it was at um, um, uh, Poor Brothers. Yeah. So um, check it out if you go back there without me. <laughs> Someday. Someday, <laughs> someday they're doing uh the whole courtyard. They're doing outside stuff. That's good, all, right? Because they got a lot of room weekend. out there, which is awesome. Yeah, good. Go get it, guys. Um, so uh, Dax, but like uh, same concept, except um, in front of the hole there is a um, a block, and so you got to go around it. So you got to hit the side, or you know you got to kind of play games with it. And same kind of concept. Good times. Nice. Good times. Um. Great show coming today, I believe. I hope so. Fantastic. Stellar. Maybe the best show we've done yet. Maybe ever. Yeah. Yeah. And and we're go we're getting close to a year of shows. Yeah, that's pretty so. bonkers. That is kind of bonkers to me. That's, that's... <laughs> we uh I believe this is episode thirty seven, which if you do the math, wow. is pre pretty damn good. Yeah. Uh <laughs> In terms of the number of shows we've cranked out. I mean, we're on almost uh, WWE status in terms of <laughs> in terms of cranking out content week by week by week. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yep. And they have way more writers than we do. So I'm just saying. Way more. Yeah. <laughs> way more. All right. Let's get to it. <laughs>
and we're back and still drinking. I'm gonna drink all night. I think that this can be this can be one of those nights. That's awesome. I'm real proud of you. <laughs> so sometimes I just have those nights where it's just like, uh, yeah, this is gonna happen. It's, it's yeah. gonna happen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So what, is Lady Luck just in control for the for the rest of the night? Then is that how that works? Just uh, you tap out. No. Uh, so we are. So she'll probably have a few as well. Um, we we only have we only have one child at home right now. Awesome. So um, the grandparents literally came up and kidnapped the other two. <laughs> okay. So uh, we have the middle one at home right now, and uh, so we we she's got some autonomy. And it's just us. So it's probably going to be a order some dinner and uh, have a few beverages tonight, especially since I start at three 30. Yes. So (laughs) got a marathon it though. Got a marathon. Good luck. Good luck to you. I'll keep, I'll keep, I'll I'll text periodically and see how you're doing. I'm a, no, you're coming up. Remember that's why we're ending the show early. Oh, that's right. Where are we going? We're, We're going to Rodell Glenn. Yeah, We're going to Rodell. <laughs> Man, I want to. Ah, do I want to? This is not at all what this topic, what this segment is supposed to be about. <laughs> That's okay. We'll get there. We got plenty of time. Plenty of time, my friend. Um, so we were not on the air, so to speak, last week and the week before. We recorded on Saturday, I believe. So we have not discussed the last couple of episodes of the last stance documentary along with just our general impressions of the whole show you being the resident nba basketball analyst take it away my friend okay so as as i started to allude to you before we we went on air here i my feelings about it changed i think the farther we got into it so I saw somebody on Twitter say it's less a documentary and more a love letter to Jordan with a, with, and I think that's probably more accurate and you can say, well, oh, but they also touched on some of his issues and, and they did. But I think if you like any movie, any story you have, you have those plot points essentially to kind of show the, ah, you know, the hero rises at the end. I, I think some of it, like, I mean, I think it was very well done, obviously. And I think it's probably 80% accurate. I also wonder, with with Jordan having final say, and I believe that's true, right? Like, I don't think there was anything that showed that he didn't sign off on. Right. He had... Uh, the I'm old creative to, control? He didn't have creative control, but he had final approval right. of what went out. So, so the, yeah. the argument is... They showed these things. What things didn't he approve? Like, right. You know, so I I thought, you know, like here's, here's an interesting tidbit and people will just lose their mind over this, but it's, it's, so it wasn't the flu game, right? It was the food poisoning game, right? Yeah. That was the big revelation on that. Right. And so my immediate question is, why didn't anybody else eat the pizza? 
Do you know the answer to that? No. Because when it arrived, he spit on every single piece. That you that doesn't shock me. No, I mean, but it is it shocks some people. Like, no, well, my 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 Jordan. No, he would never. Yeah, dude. That's why nobody ate it. That's why he's the only one that got sick. Like, like it's stuff like that. Like, I feel like there's there's two camps. There's the man that behavior was kind of ridiculous, and there's the oh he's a tough love leader. Like, and I can see some of that, right? Like, he wanted to make sure that everybody would be where he needed them to be when it mattered, and I get that, and I'm on board with it. But then there's also Stuff like spitting on pizza so that his friends couldn't eat it. Like, that's not tough love leadership. That's being a jerk. It's just straight being a jerk. I Anybody who I, I would say, anybody who has actually knows some of the stories would agree that, I mean, he's, 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 his persona is that of a jerk. Like, if, if you, if, but I don't he, think that's true. Like I, I, there are so like I've had Facebook arguments with people who are like no, 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 like people you know that are like are so in denial about it. Like they just were like no, then, no, that's- then they're then they're not well read on the subject and they're not really. They just have this opinion of this person they've seen on TV and they that's all they know, right? And um, they want to love them, and I get it. Look, we all want to love our heroes, and. There was no, there might not have been anybody bigger on the planet in the nineties. Like, uh, yeah, I, the, I would say his the Q rating. If you don't know what the Q rating is, it's what how well known your persona or image is. I mean, it was he was number one, even above government leaders and figures of that stature. Sure, so. I, I was considering Michael Jackson in there somewhere, at least early nineties, maybe. I feel like, but even still, like. Yeah. Right. He's the tops of the tops of the tops. And it sucks to find out that the people that you adored and, you know, all of that are, you know, I, I think you bring up a good topic because um, we are we are getting older and we're getting of that age to where and in and, and especially in sports. If you talk to like some of these guys that interact with our quote unquote heroes on a daily basis. They are not what our image of that we see them on the screen portrays them to be. And I just I just hearing sports writers and and reading them. Uh, I, that's the first thing that they have to face. And as an average fan, the amount of coverage we get today pales it. it I'm sorry, just dwarfs anything that we would have had 20 years ago. Yeah. So, um, and, and I think people were being, people were being selectively protected at until, I, I, I don't know, I think, maybe in the last 20 ish years as, as the internet and social media and all of that has started to blossom. Like you can't really protect people anymore as, as much as a celebrity because anybody can find out this information. Right. It, you can be, I would say, if you've got a good enough PR staff, but it's stuff still going to come out. Right. But but it's the shattering of the hero in somebody's eyes. And it it's. I don't know. Being that I'm a sports fanatic and I mean, and I've known some of these stories, 
The pizza story doesn't surprise me because I know the cinnamon roll story. I think I'm the one that told you the cinnamon you roll story. You are the one that told me the cinnamon roll story, which is <laughs> like, essentially the same thing, right? It was on yeah. set of a commercial or something, and he had cinnamon rolls or whatever and did the same thing. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, he licked them. Like he, he had to, he had to go shoot a scene. He has a, he has his own chef, which is awesome. How do I get my own chef? Right. Um, his own chef made him a batch of cinnamon rolls. He saw other people watching the cinnamon rolls and said, "I think I'll lick these before I have to go shoot. That way, nobody else eats them." Right. Um, yes, I agree. Jerk persona with you. I think, and I don't want to. They're just they're and and I'm not the type that can just say. Oh yeah, that dude. I he, he's my hero, and there's probably nothing wrong with him. I'm always the I want to get, I want to know more. I'm the blah blah blah. I'm that type of person. So I would say you're arguing with people who want to keep that fantasy, but it's not reality, right? And I think the other thing is that what people are hearing when I say Jordan's a jerk is also not. I can say that Jordan is a jerk and that as a person, I would probably not want to be around, especially in any form of competitive competition or situation, but also that jerkness is not in any way speaking to, and in some ways absolutely contributed to his greatness. You know, when people are, people think I'm trying to knock his greatness when I say he's a jerk, like, no, that's not what I'm doing. I'm not saying that like, he isn't probably the greatest basketball player that ever lived. He probably is. You know what I mean? But just like you can be both those things. I think. Yeah. They're not mutually exclusive. Correct. And so I think if anything, the documentary sealed my feeling that, wow, jerk. But to me, it actually made me feel like he's actually that much better than LeBron because that's what it all is. Right. It's, it's the conversation of, (laughs) <laughs> where do he and LeBron like dance, right? And so to me, that's I LeBron is about inclusiveness. I think he's always I think he's always wanted a team. I think he's always seen himself as more Magic Johnson than than Jordan, but he was gifted with a skill set that should have pushed him more than Magic Johnson. You know what I mean? But I think yeah, his yeah, drive yeah. was always Let's get everybody involved. Let's, you know, and I think playing hero ball is not first nature to LeBron. His, his, his drive is to let's get, let's get this together as a team and do it. And Jordan is begrudgingly. I have to have teammates. Yeah. I, yeah. I, and, and Jordan I begrudgingly, need- I have to have teammates like drove him to be so good that he could almost do it by himself. Yeah, I think that's, you know, that's that's his it's his curse and that is his greatest power as well. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. I mean, you don't want to hang out with Jordan. You if you well, have an opportunity, maybe uh, not, it, maybe in a non-competitive situation you you might. But <laughs> but I feel like he's the guy like if you're just hanging out at a party or if you're just hanging out he's like, yeah, "You know, let's let's play some cards." And then it's oh god, right? You know, or uh you know, or, or how many can you drink? I don't know. Let's see. Let's see how many you can, you know, I feel like that's his just nature is to drive himself and on that competitive aspect of life. Now you'd, you'd want to hang out with LeBron. He seems like the cool guy that's like, Hey, you know what? Uh, everybody come over. Don't worry. I got it. I, uh, you know, I got it catered, you know, don't worry about it. Just come on over. Have fun. Right. Um, 
Yep. And then he can, you know, you can you can just hang around and, and play jokes. And, and if it doesn't work like that with Jordan to it, it just doesn't work. Like it's okay with yep. saying this is just who he is and this is how he works. It it's he's it's life has worked out okay for him. Yeah. Even 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 in that respect. He's a billionaire that now owns an NBA team. A bad so, one. A bad one. Partly due to because he can't work together on a team. Right. right. And he only wants to hire people who went to North Carolina. Like, oh, this yeah. guy went to North Carolina? Great. <laughs> but, right, like, I, I thought it was really good. Um, I also think it speaks to the thing that, to me, that is the hardest thing to kind of, like, wrap my head around is Pippen. Because... I don't there's, think Pippen came off very well there's, on the whole. Right. But I mean, I feel like there's two schools of thought on Pippen, the player, which is that he could have been a star on his own team and just tailored and filled in the holes around Jordan, or he was second banana for a reason. And like, I watching this, I'm not sure what my answer to that is. Like it's, he's a, it's a, it's a, you can't really put your finger on it because it kind of ebbed and flowed in terms of where he was at based upon his mentality at the time. And it seems to be, he's a much more where Jordan, even though he's fueled by um, I'm going to win, it's still very cerebral and attacking you and everything's done with the purpose. Yeah. And Pippen's much more an emotional roller coaster in terms of the now, the here and now. What is going on for me now? What do I need to do now? And I think it's much more of a maybe a survival mode, and that's how he got to where he was because he could take care of business here and now without any long-term planning, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, and I, I think he, in a lot of ways, got to be good cop to Jordan's bad cop. Like I think he, he slid yeah. into that role well, and he did a lot of the things that Jordan – I don't want to say Jordan didn't want to do, but things Jordan didn't want to do. Like Jordan obviously could rebound, and he could pass, and he could run You know, kind of the point, but – Jordan wanted to put the ball in the hole because he believed he could score on anybody at any time. Yeah. And at some point, you needed Horace Grant or Dennis Rodman to do the dirty work in the in the down-low defensive situations, and you needed Pippen to kind of fill all your other gaps. But if you – I said this, I don't know how many weeks ago, one of those shows we said, like, there's not a lot of talent on those teams. Like, there's not a lot – like, Luke Longley. We- not a not a great NBA player, Judd um, Bushler, no, majorly well, I, below I, average I, NBA player. I, I I think that's a little unfair to Luke Longley to go Luke Longley, Judd Bushler. I think I I, I think Fine. Judd Bushler, Judd Bushler on the twelve man roster, he's number twelve, right? Like, he, he played, man. He had minutes. It's there, like there were guys like Randy Brown, not not <laughs> NBA caliber, you know, not high level NBA guy. Uh Steve Kerr bounced around a lot. And I think because of what he showed with Chicago, it lengthened his career in other places, specifically San Antonio. Yeah. But minus defender, not really a point guard. He was a guy that shot well. But you know, yeah. like you like Ron Harper, way past his 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 athletic and offensive prime at that point. Like they didn't even start a point guard, which is, I think, an odd part of Phil Jackson teams because they they started Ron Harper at the point. They used right. to start either B.J. Armstrong or John Paxson, who were both 
below average NBA point guards. If you look at the Laker teams with Shaq and Kobe, it was Derek Fisher, who was a below average, like, who's a small point guard who basically brought the ball up to throw it into the triangle and get out of the way. Like, it's just, it's just interesting to see how those teams were formed. Um, But yeah, like, it was just, go ahead, go ahead, finish. It's just, it's interesting. I think the other thing I was going to say was like the, the Gary Payton thing where he's like, yeah, yeah. Okay, but the the numbers bear out that he made a significant difference on Jordan. Right. So, like, I know that Jordan can't possibly admit that somebody could guard him well. Nobody's saying that Gary Payton would stop him, but the numbers bear out that he shot significantly less when guarded by Payton. Like, yeah, but I agree. But, and, and it's, but I think that goes back to the victors get to write history, right? Like, yeah, it does. It doesn't matter how close that Cubs Indians World Series was, right? It doesn't yeah. matter. The Cubs were the greatest Chicago team coming out of there, you know, or you know what I'm saying. Like yeah. the victors get to ride it. So, and that was maybe I just at that on that scene right there where he's watching the iPad and he's talking about Gary Payton. The evil villain scene of the whole show is right there to where he's just watching that yeah. of this like. Other guy who was all star NBA player. Is he in the Hall of Fame? Is Peyton in the Hall of Fame? I'm sure he is. They, they put in everybody. In the I, know, Hall of no, Fame, I know. Right? I know. There's a thousand people in the best. Right. Yeah. Uh, but he's just watching this on this puny human that, and then he's just laughing out loud of this. Right. Like, the, uh, he says it so yeah, very yeah. Like, sarcastically. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just that's the that's your supervillain pose right there. That's your you know you have your hero pose and your supervillain pose, and that's your supervillain pose right there. Yeah. Uh, I thought uh, Phil Jackson came off pretty well on the show overall in terms of building his career and in terms of where he started. You know, uh, linking up with Tex Winter and and learning more about X's and O's type deal, as well as utilizing his own you know his own Zen mastery that right, he which has. i can't like i just involuntarily rolled my eyes a little bit and when you said that but he's one of those people that begrudgingly i've had to give more credit to watching this because it seems like he like first of all the fact that he got jordan to buy in at all to anything other than scoring 40 a night is amazing right right and that he can you know that he understood enough about dennis rodman to kind of let him get his whatever he needed out and, and that kind of stuff. Like, and then obviously he did it all again in LA with, with right. two people who had right. very strong egos as well. So like begrudgingly, I have to like, all right, feels pretty good. <laughs> like, uh, he's, but, but really it's everything. What everybody said besides, I mean, what the, the best thing was that they came out, you know, they kind of gave his backstory, but that he also, you know, he, he learned more, about the game than just being an ex player. How many ex players become coaches or, you know, some front office people that, and you're like, what are you doing? And they just don't completely understand how the game works. Whereas he, he took that, he at least took that next step to understand how the team is structured and they go together. And, and that next aspect of it coming from, you know, an ex player to a CBA coach to, um, you know, assistant and so on and so forth. Um, I also thought Steve Kerr came off pretty well. I 
I had read yep. about his dad and his family before because I'm that nerd that goes down Wikipedia holes sometimes right. at night. Like, sure. um, but and I thought that was a pretty poignant moment in the in the yeah, show. Absolutely, and and also his ability to you know that he did stand up to to Jordan, even though you know Jordan was being a hole to him, and. He's like, enough is enough. And they kind of play that off like, oh, you know, I can stand up to a bully or whatever. But even still, I thought Kerr came off pretty well in the, in the show, too. Yeah, and he's also very uh, self. Is it depreciating? Whatever. Like, he comes off very yeah. like, oh, shucks. I wasn't. Right. Which, yeah. you know. He's like, these are my skill sets. I just try to do the best I could with yeah. the set skill right. sets. Right. He's, he's very, very clearly an overachiever as far as. To have gotten where he got, and and the amount of championships he has, and and roles, yeah. in, you know, he had a role in every championship that they won, you know, in, including the San Antonio ones later, you know, for a guy with who was who was a limited NBA player. So, give yeah. me Steve Kerr's career, I'll take it. Where, yeah. where do where do I sign? Yeah, like, sure. kind of, how do I sign up for that right now? Like, oh, oh, oh I don't know how many ranks he has from coaching and playing, but. Uh, I think he's got eight right now. I think he had three with the Bulls. I think he had two with the Spurs, and now he's got three with the Warriors. That sounds right. Yeah, yeah, I will take that. Eight rings. Yeah, well, sign me up. Um, yeah. I, I, one by byproduct of this whole thing is, I don't know if you saw that they just signed or they're going to sign Tom Brady to a ten part documentary series, and they're like, who else could do we we do a ten part? We don't. We don't need to do ten part documentary series. You're right. I'm I just, mean, I I get it, but I uh, it's, yeah, it, right. Yeah. It's not the same because you know this stuff is now twenty plus years old. Yeah. Like, it, you know, a lot of it is kind of behind the scenes stuff. Um, un- one more th- small thing because it just popped up on the internet the other day. Uh, there is an interview that surfaced with Jordan saying telling people that he would not be on the dream team if Isaiah was on the dream team. I don't know why. Well, just, just admit to it. Right. Just say it, dude. Just say it. <laughs> like, look, Isaiah is another one of those. He is great, but also a jerk. And he's like, and you hear him talk and he's soft spoken and he's mild mannered. And you're like, ah, oh, poor Isaiah. No, Isaiah was a jerk too. And he and he's five he, nine, right? He's five, like five nine, right? Or, it, I think they so lose he, him at six foot, but <laughs> so he's not a giant player. So he just comes off like this. Oh, that's a fun little guy. Like we, yep. he's, he's right. He's yeah, <laughs> right. It's just, but like, just admit it, and that's fine. He rubbed literally everybody on that team the wrong way, and yeah. that's fine. I, was I saying, understand Jordan, why. George's right. not the only one. Like no, there was apparently, apparently a meeting, like. We're not coming if that dude's on the team. Right. And just, I get it, and that's fine. But just admit it. Yeah. Do uh, you don't it's not like you have to deal with this person on a daily basis. Right. Not like you're gonna not like you're gonna play them a couple times during the season and you're worried about a cheap shot. You literally have no contact with this dude right. at all, who's had a failed professional life after being a player anyway. <laughs> yep. So I, I just I, I get it. Like, I don't get it. Just admit it. Just yep. admit it. So I don't know. I, it was, it was fun. It, 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 they, it was good that they're not going to release it next week. Like they originally wanted to. 
Yeah. So I was super glad they moved that up in the timetable. Because uh, even the, I don't know if you saw, they got the John Stockton interviews the day before all the stay-at-home orders went in. I did not know that. I, Yeah, literally they got his interview and right before everything hit the fan. Wow. And so... Um, and so they only had, they had to rush to get the, the last couple of episodes done with production and everything. So we're glad it gave us two hours a week of yes new, new material and to watch and sports that, uh, I miss sports. All right. Yeah. <laughs> 20, 25 minutes on the last dance. Wow. That's pretty, that's pretty good. Yep. Yeah. All right. If you have any topics you want us to discuss. <laughs> what he means is we're running out of ideas. Please let us know. Let us know or come on the show. Just volunteer. Yeah. What's, what's, a, what's a good code word? I don't know. Because last time I used the rooster crows at midnight and somebody did I actually know. use it. So I'm, if you if you text uh, us or message us that, we'll understand. If, have if an he, idea, man. Don't just want to be on the show with nothing to say. Have an idea. That's look, all I ask. Clearly, anybody who's listening to this show, all very, very many of you that listen to this show. Very, uh, very many. Uh, you clearly have expertise or interest on some sort of topic. Yeah. We can go. We're going with the flow, guys. We, we can we can talk with the best. We can talk all day about nothing. Yeah. That's just that's how it goes. It's true. All right. Moving on. It is me, Mike, introducing this segment all by myself. Nobody talking over my voice. Here I am. We're going to talk about... I see you smiling. You got something? You want to add something? <laughs> no. I was just ready to... I was chomping at the bit to get in there. Can see, I can tell. He's right there. Just uh, say, I didn't talk over you. See, there you go. <laughs> we... Uh, I texted you late last night, probably many beers in, about uh, quarantine food. And yeah. I, what that means to you. And I that I didn't specifically have any area I wanted to go into, whether, um, you know, how has your diet changed? Have you, like, what, what are you doing with this? You know, have you found that because, I, for instance, for me, uh, there have been less, like my lunch used to include a lot of fruits and vegetables, which have kind of dried up around here. Uh, mostly because of some of the possibility that it will spoil. Also that sometimes it's not as readily available. Uh, but also I feel like we've gotten creative. My wife shouts to her has gotten real creative in some of the things that she has made that we wouldn't have normally done, or even just found different recipes that we hadn't tried. I'm just curious, you know, or, or which restaurants do you even support as a, as a carry out delivery individual like i feel like there's a whole plethora of things that could be discussed here yeah i you know uh just from watching what other people post on social media and talking to other people uh i think you're right in terms of uh trying out new recipes right. or are, are you a 
well, we're just going to, we're going to hunker down and we're going to try out these new recipes and we're not going to, we're going to stay home. We're not going to order. We're going to keep working on our own thing. Or you, uh, I got to help out all the area places around me. So we're going to order out a little bit more. And that way, you know, because I don't want to worry about the grocery store stuff too. Right. Um, yep. You know, so I feel like you're right. It, it can go multiple ways. Um, let's focus on some uh, new recipes right now. You said you guys have tried new recipes. Well, yeah, but now you're going to put me on the spot, man. And I don't well, give me one thing you've tried. That's new. I'm not saying give me it all. Um, so let's see. I just sometimes it's just like little things. Like, for instance, we got an air fryer for Christmas. Yeah, which I think we've discussed a little bit. Um, uh, my wife brought home Brussels sprouts at one point. I was like, what are we going to do with those? Like. I feel like Brussels sprouts are only good when you cook them in bacon fat and like slather them in all this other bad stuff. And you're like, Hey, all right, Brussels sprouts. All right. Like they're a universally generally disliked vegetable. Yeah. Let me speak for the rest of America. <laughs> right. There you go. Right. And she goes, I, I got this plan and she's concocted this combination. That's got man. You'd have to ask her what all, cause like that's her voodoo. Like she finds these things that just like, well, this would have worked with this, but we'll try it with Brussels sprouts. And she air fries them. Dude, they're good. Like They're so good. There's no bacon involved, oddly. Uh, but like like just little things like that. Like it's become like a staple, like a side dish for us. Yeah. That's, you know, that's one of those things. You're like, yeah, yeah, I would. I would do that again. That's awesome. Um, uh, I think. Yeah. So I'm a big uh, Facebook saver on people that post recipes and stuff i'm like sure i'll say i'll say that i'll put that on my list if you go to my facebook save list there's gotta be hundreds of videos and recipes that i've saved on there nice that i've actually tried some and some are like yeah i should get to that someday right um one thing we did do worked out really well was uh we're big uh, slow cooker crockpot people here because it's easy yeah and so we Same. did uh, you don't have to turn the oven on right yeah we did uh we tried out it worked out really well was uh slow cooker um alfredo chicken uh and so that worked well um and just yeah just general no clearly okay and you've all seen the facebook videos too and i think uh you posted one or or your wife posted one the other day day one you're all going, we're going to do this and we're going to, we're <laughs> right. going to get into this. And, and then day 50, you're like, where are those pizza coupons? Like, right. <laughs> like I get it. I'm right there with everybody on this too. Right. We also <laughs> use the air fryer for pizza rolls. Okay. Like it's not just Brussels and vegetables. All right. Like, no, no, no. The pizza rolls go in there too. So, right. It's, it's just, it's weird. To be, and also, I feel like as time has gone by, like in the beginning, it's like we got to hoard all this stuff. Not necessarily hoard, but you want to make well, sure that everybody, the food supply lines were going right, to be. You don't know what, nobody, yeah, nobody knew what was going to happen. Right. Exactly. And so as you've realized, like, OK, like maybe I won't be able to get chicken this week, but I'll get pork or this may or may not be here. You kind of pivot, but you know that there's going to be something. Um these pork loin things that uh, she makes that are really, really good. Um, yeah. What are you? What are you making? You you're making the wife do all the cooking here. What are you? What are you cooking out here? That's a good question. I like I, cooking is always a two person <laughs> job in our house. Like, 
like I feel like we kind of rotate on like who's on point, like based on you know other mitigating factors. Sure, whose whose area it is. Like I'm much more the stovetop guy. Like whether it's you know pans and pots and getting all that stuff together. Like that's my realm. That's my realm. It's what I do. But I feel like a lot of like the big stuff, you know creating spice rubs and getting all that stuff together to go in the oven and all that. Like that's, that's her domain. Like trying to keep things timely is my area. You know, like, it's just like there's at any given dinner, it's, it could be as far as like 70, 31 person and like it switches, but like, we're like, we're both always a part of it because as we only have one kid, we don't have to chase multiple ones around like you might have to do and like have somebody on kid duty. Like, we're like, nope, she's out there and she's watching Kung Fu Panda, which she just found and loves. Um, like, cool. It's a good one. Good one. Right? right. So um, sometimes we just play goalie. They come in the kitchen. We kick them back out. <laughs> I mean, that's sure. so I, I would say around here. Uh, if you, you could, you would add, you could ask lady luck and she would probably agree with me that 90% of the time I'm cooking. Um, really? That's awesome. That that's well, that's because I don't like to do other things. Okay. I hate <laughs> doing dishes. All right. And I'm not the best tidy upper after cooking. Like I'm not the best cleaner upper person. So we trade off. I'll do the cooking. She likes doing the dishes. So really, I think we've talked about that. And every time we, you say it, my brain just goes, that does not compute and yeah, kicks it back yeah. out. So we we've even recently bought a new dishwasher, which has yet to be used in this house. Well, that was installed in February. That's bonkers. OK, that I'm not making this up. So I do most of the cooking unless it's out of a box. Oh, so hamburger helper, which is at least a once every two week staple around here probably um yeah which, which actually has fallen down over the years too because i feel like at first it was maybe at least uh one to two times a week staple and now it's maybe a <laughs> once every other week staple i mean i feel like that is like i i love hamburger helper as much as the next guy but i feel like that is the correct ratio um but like as another example like if if we're doing pasta like i'm more in charge of you know getting the water going, making sure the pasta is doing its thing, making sure the sauce is hot. She's over there making, you know, salads to go along with it. Like that's just kind of the dynamic of, of what we do so that everybody's kind of working on something. Like I feel like she's putting together garlic bread or whatever kind of bread item we have going. So yeah, but it's, it's interesting. And then I feel like also on like the takeout end of things, we've tried to, like, I feel like you, you, you're real conscious. Like, I like I made a stand early on. I'm like, I'm not getting insert chain restaurant here. Like they'll be fine. But I care about pub house and, and Obed and Isaacs and ingrained and any of those places because, you know, they are one-offs. They're local. I am concerned about them. If we're getting stuff delivered, that is what I want. Now, were you, uh, because until this whole pandemic stay at home thing happened, um, we would occasionally use uh, DoorDash or Grubhub or whatever. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, as I was on my isolation, that was like my go-to every day. Hmm, what am I going to get delivered to my house since nobody else is home? And um, are you calling the restaurant or are you using like those apps? I think it's uh, it's an either it's an either situation, right? Like we had never been a DoorDash or a Grubhub or any of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like we used it all the time. Right. It just wasn't like we would just go like most of the time we went places and I understand our dynamic with three is different than your dynamic. So we would just go places. We didn't have a lot of food delivered except if it was pizza, which obviously every pizza chain under the sun does. Um, but obviously we have kind of gotten into that and, and it's, it's an interesting thing too. We had a situation the other day where we ordered from a local barbecue restaurant through Grubhub or DoorDash, whichever one it was. And then we randomly got a call about 20 minutes later that uh, the restaurant appeared to be closed. <laughs> I've, I've heard other stories. Of, or they From just... like the DoorDash driver, like, oh, I yeah. got here and there's nobody there. Like, what? So that was mm-hmm. a that was an odd, you know, that was an odd situation. Well, but I guess where I'm going with that, have you seen the take that they that they like the apps to actually take from the restaurant. Right. It's a ton, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, and so w- my brother-in-law who's been staying with us the whole time, which is fantastic. Cause we have another person to watch kids around here. Oh, he's been with uh, you the whole time. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Which is, it, it's been awesome. And yeah. he, he's a, a website programmer, so he can work wherever. Um, and the, the the girls love him, but he was like, "Hey, check this out!" And he was showing us his art the articles about right. He's like, don't don't you know? So I, after that happened, then we stopped using basically DoorDash, Grubhub, and then we started either a looking on the website to see if we could just order straight off the restaurant website or just call it. Yeah, and, and I think I think that's stuff. our our situation is the same. If we can order through the website, if the website or the you know the, they have a thing that is operationable. That's not really right. a word, but right. you know what I mean. Um, then that's the route we go. If we really have a, a desire to have something that is only available through one of those things, then that's what we get. Right. Sure. And we've we've done mainly local places. We found an, a new pizza place up here called Fedora's, which we had not gone to before. They were like phenomenal. Like, how? And it's been around since the 90s at least and we're like how did we just find this place um nice you know and then we hit our other places around town um we've hit um uh chain restaurants a couple times um grandparents came up and we socially distanced outside and um (laughs) they, they wanted olive garden so we went and got some some olive garden also with little kids too it's sometimes it's hard to like all right well what do you want to eat that's fair and then um, things like that. So, so like uh, K1, we got a report card, straight A's. Nice. And, um, well done. Uh, and so we're like, all right, well, you get to choose lunch, you know? And so she's like, oh, Wendy's. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, all right. Like, you sure? I was, I was totally, I kept jabbing her for a couple of days. Like, what do you want from Qdoba? No, I want Wendy's. Um, stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> But overall, like you, we're, we're trying to do the local stuff, and and we found like so we found that one place, um, and then there's a couple other places I would still want to try. It's very odd. I went to go because we started just doing pickup 
right? Not doing the delivery stuff. Sure. And so I went at a place called Ulrich's. I don't know if you've been to Ulrich's downtown Peoria. Mm. That's good. Great burgers. Great. Maybe the best burgers in Peoria. Uh, Over Burger Barge? Uh, yeah. I mean, they don't have as the, as big a variety as Burger Barge. Sure. But the actual, like, burger itself All right. is. All right. Um, so I, but I walked in there, and this was three, four weeks ago. So, you know, right in the middle of the yeah. still everybody's stay-at-home orders and everything. Yep. And I had to go inside the bar to pick it up. And I walked in, and they had everything kind of lined up. It was all still sanitary. They were good to go. And I just walked in. And I was like, oh, man, I miss being at a bar. <laughs> just just walking in and Dude. getting the sensation and the feeling. Yeah. I was like, can I pull up a stool and just get a draft? Right. <laughs> I'll sit in a corner. Let me just sit in a corner. It's fine. I won't be near anybody. Can I just hang out over here? Yeah. Yes, yes. exactly. So, but I, I've enjoyed it. Uh, I think we've basically done a Friday night, Saturday night deal where we've been ordering out on Fridays and Saturday nights. Occasionally it's a lunch somewhere else or, you know, something sure. like that. But, um, and I, I, I'm not it. Our dining patterns may just adjust to what we are doing now for the future aspect. Cause we were, yeah. we're usually not a, we're, you know, we're, we'll try to make this or, uh, at home or, you know, we'll try this out. Maybe it's Saturdays. I would say probably normally we would get something out, but I, I would say our, maybe our overall dining, um, habits, could change because of just the Friday, Saturday night, and we're going to order something and, and that's how it's going to go. And I don't know. Plus for us, sadly, my grill disintegrated. Um, <laughs> what? I'm not lying what? on that. It disintegrated. Um, we were outside moving stuff, cleaning out the patio, cleaning off the deck. And, and I was like, oh, I probably should move. It's getting rusty and old. And I have one I'm going to buy. It's I'm buying it from a buddy who bought a new one. Sure. So I'm buying the old one, right? Yeah. Still, it's an ex, it's an expensive. It's a smoker pellet grill type thing. Nice. And um, so I don't want to spend a thousand dollars and never have used it. And he's like, "Oh, you can just buy my old one." All right, sounds good. So I went to go move my grill, which we've just been babying. Right, it's got two burners out of the four that work, and we're just trying to <laughs> we're just trying to get it along. And I go to move it, and the entire bottom collapses out of the ground. Right, <laughs> just just completely rust out, and it's just oh, I guess it was time, huh? Yeah, you know <laughs> seven years. Wow. All right, I guess so. So we have no grill right now, which is just killing me because. I, I love to go out and cook meat over fire. and uh, But you have to go outside to do that, so I'm out. <laughs> you can just go check and come back in. I'm just saying. No, I got a George Foreman. I'm fine. <laughs> so I'm excited to get my smoker whenever I get it. Um, that requires a truck and a whole other logistics. So I don't know. The food thing. It's interesting. I think you're right. I think when we started, we were all kind of like, Ooh, what are we going to be able to get to where yep. everything's kind of settled down a bit. And then I, th- uh, our, I, I do think this will, f- at least for my family, we'll, it will fundamentally change some of our habits, so to speak, because we don't, we were not a big going out 
you know, people because as and this is the whole reason Lady Luck didn't want five. Because she's like, <laughs> when you go to a restaurant, it's easier to get a <laughs> yeah, table for four than five. When you get five, it's an odd number and throws everything off. So anyways, we really didn't talk about anything there. So we no, just kinda... no, but we did really well for 18 minutes. I know. It's pretty impressive for us. Bam. And we're back for the, as some would say, always popular, ever popular, most popular segment of the show for Glenn. Odds and ends. Yay! Yeah, man. Glenn, it must hurt to be number two favorite segment. Like Everybody everybody really likes overrated, (laughs) underrated. But uh, it's number two. Maybe. Maybe soon, and I'm just spitballing here, we could have an overrated, underrated show. I don't, I don't, I don't know. We'll, like we'll like think. a whole show? Like a whole overrated, underrated show. That could just, that could be bonkers. I don't well, even know. It will be real bonkers. <laughs> so I've got a story. No need for awkward pauses. this 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 whole thing this whole fiasco fiasco it starts with it's it's uh stuff that i had to get done around my house okay by the by the way luke if you're doing house calls let me know all right so yeah luke it starts with a door handle okay a door handle all right so my house was built I believe in 47. So it's, you know, it's getting up there. It's got um, some mileage I, on it. Yeah. Uh, and I, we're of the assumption that the door handles around the house were the original old school door handles from the time. Um, nothing has shown me otherwise. Okay. So anyways, we've got a finished basement. You've seen it. So, when you come from the kitchen, you have to walk downstairs to the basement. The door handle fell off. Okay. <laughs> All right. Right. So now, in my mind, what am I doing? Right? All right. If you don't know me that well, and many of you may not, because our audience is so large. Large. That uh, I'm not the most handy person around. It's just, <laughs> it's just not my skill set. I can do some stuff, right? And I think you're kind of in the same boat. Yeah, yes, like, absolutely in the same boat. Uh, I call my dad. It, it's not dad, my skill set. What do I do? I, I'm learning. I know how to do some things now, and we kind of just kind of you know treading water, learning as I go type of thing. Sure. I got this door handle problem. All right. So an idea sparks in my head that. Huh. I've always kind of wanted to do the uh, so it's kind of a traffic jam area in my house. So where you come up, the the basement door opens out, but yet you're still kind of in the middle of the kitchen dining room area. Yeah, I recall that create creates some traffic jams or things like that. So I always thought it would be cool if we could have the little barn door type thing where it's got the two. It's got the upper and lower barn door. Right. So then in my head, though, like. That's not going to work because the door opens out. So even if you just open up the 
top part, it's still opening out, and that's <laughs> not going to solve the traffic flow. <laughs> right. So my brilliant genius idea, right? So I use the internet for help. And I Good. saw that these people, they kind of did a barn door type thing, but they just made a half door. So they just didn't do the top part. So they basically okay. just cut the door in half and like, huh, that looks really cool. Can I do this? <laughs> <laughs> right. That's the first question I ask. Can right? I do this? So I get this other genius idea. It's like, well, you know, maybe I should change the door handles for all the other doors. Okay. All right. Now, now you're that, starting to, now you're starting to reach a little bit. Right now, now it's expand. The project's expanding. Right. Yep. So like, all right. So I kind of researched that and I'm like, all right, we're going to do this. And then, so I'm thinking my whole plan here is I'm going to save the basement door project for last. Right. Cause that's going to be the most involved. I've got to cut a door. Sure. I've got to, you know, change the handle out of everything. So I start small. I did. And then, and then I'm like, which doors am I going to do first? So I start planning. I'm going to do the closet door first, the hall closet, then the coat closet. Then I'll start doing the bedroom closet. You know, I'm kind of working my way up, you know, sure. to the main doors and things like that. Yeah. So then I get the idea. Well, you know, we probably need to repaint. You know, we, we might be selling soon. So, <laughs> and, and mind you, right. For the past eight weeks, I've essentially got nothing but time on my hands. Yeah. At, at home. I'm not coaching. I've got classes each day, but beyond the kids who actually show up for the classes, it's just <laughs> time at home. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, we'll paint it. Right. So I get Lady Lux on board. She's like, yeah, they probably need painted anyway. So then the idea becomes further expanded. Yep. And so uh, to start, okay, all three girls were in the same bedroom. We had bunk beds and a crib in there. Okay. A little crowded. So yeah. then my my brilliant idea is why don't we we have an upstairs like attic type? It's built out, it's not an attic, but yeah. It, yeah, yeah. it's it's finished, but it's you know not the most hospitable, especially for a younger kid. It's like, well, she's old enough, she's gonna be eight soon, that we'll we'll just try to move her upstairs. So we started moving her upstairs. Well, we're like to kind of entice her to the whole move. We're like, well, we can paint it whatever colors you want. Okay, sure. So she picks out some colors, and so we we start painting the ceiling upstairs. And while we're moving stuff in there, and then we get all the stuff moving out of there, we're like, uh, we should probably paint the girls' room now. <laughs> so then, so you've added more. So, so then we've painted the girls' room now. The that the that the two younger ones are sleeping in. This started with a door handle, people. A <laughs> door handle. <laughs> so we're still working our way through this. We get the, the oldest one moved upstairs. We get the younger one painted. Meanwhile, I'm doing door dailies, right? Like at least like one door a day has been sure. my plan. I'm not going to rush this. I'm not going to get frustrated. going to do a door. While this is going on, the sink breaks in the kitchen. The sprayer oh. part. The sprayer part breaks, right? I don't know how to fix this. I, I'm like, <laughs> F it. Let's just add it to the list. So now we're adding to the list still. Yeah. Right? And so I'm doing doors. And then when I go to put the handle, the new handles I bought on the doors. Yep. I told you I had the original handles, right? The original 
handle was like just like a screw on type mm-hmm. that would just it would go through and you just screw it in. The newer handles have like an entire like circle. So now I know I have to put in. I don't. I only have, not only do I have to put on the new handles, I have to core out part of the door with the door handle core. And I bought a kit and I started doing it. And then so I finally I'm getting the doors put up. I'm getting the handles put on. I'm switching out the hinges. Nice. We're painting the bedrooms. We get the girls moved. We get all this done. We repainted trim around the house. Then we tackle the basement door, right? This all right. started with the handle, right? So I get the basement door. I cut it in half. I get a little shelf put on there. kind of looks look pretty nice. nice. Paint it all. All right. L- looks good. <sighs> all right. We finally got all those done. We got the girls moved. We got the doors on. We got the rooms painted. Right. Now we're going to tackle the sink. Never done a sink before. All right, let's watch some YouTube. Right, sure. <laughs> watch some YouTube. So I watched some YouTube yesterday, and and the the girls were gone because they were kidnapped. And <laughs> so the 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 oldest and youngest. So Lady Luck and I are working on the sink together, and we it comes to this point to where we cannot pull the old sink up because, and I've asked a couple people that they had a an old bolt from the middle part, which they don't, the sinks aren't even made from like that anymore. That screwed it down from the backside, which had rusted shut. Of course it had. And, and so we're hammered and we're chiseling and we're hammered and we're chiseling and we're taking, it took us three hours. But uh. I said, I said, finally, you know what? I got, <laughs> I got out a sawzall <laughs> <laughs> and I cut it. And then we put on the new sink and then we had leakage and then uh. we fixed the then we fixed the leakage and by seven o'clock we had a new sink. It started with the door handle and this whole <laughs> project just exploded. It took me 10 minutes to explain it. That's how big this thing was. But you got it all done. It's all done. Congratulations. I'm impressed. <laughs> I was sure that you were gonna get to the barn door area. And then that was going to be, that was actually not going to work <laughs> that you would have gotten to the one thing that you set out to do. And that was going to be the one thing that didn't work. That, that would be the case, right? Normally that would be right? the case. No, no awesome. we've got, we've got the half door on the basement. It looks for the work that I can do. It looks pretty good. Nice. You know, uh, I know a crap ton more about doors and how the, how the <laughs> it's, it's been a whole deal. So that's my odds and ends story. I have literally nothing to match that. <laughs> so we uh, wait. I got something else. You uh, did you did you enjoy the uh, pedal bar post? Did you like that? Yeah, I think it's a great uh, idea. Uh, it sounds amazing, right? It does. If you've not been on our Facebook page, we posted up there. Maybe not on our page, just our personal pages. Maybe yeah, it might have been. Uh, no, so, because I think I feel like Richie responded and said something about top fans. Top fans, so, yep. yeah. Uh, shout out so, to Richie. Yeah, shout out Rich. Got to have you back on the show, even though you keep turning me down. I'm like, hey, you want to do this? Eh, I got. Right, we uh, know you're locked in your house. Don't be rude. He's got the flying disc thing. Uh. <laughs> but uh, if if feasible, we should do this 
some time. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, if you've not seen it, it's it's a pedal bar. So there's what I think up to eight people can be on this cart essentially, and you pedal and and uh, and it's basically a bar crawl from bar to bar while you're pedaling and you're drinking on the bar. Yeah, it's I've seen it in action before. It it was pretty cool. And so, the plan is to record as we do this. Yes, can we do yes, that? Yes, I I don't know why we couldn't. I right. mean, right? I feel like we could have our own ten part series, like with each each section of the like the pedal and then each bar. Like, take that, Jordan. Yeah, yeah I like it. We I'm not spitting it. on anybody's food. Uh, as soon as medically safe, we deem that we can do this. I feel like we should do this absolutely and get this done. Yep. So, um. We got to get you out of here. That way you can get up here to uh, Rodell. Yep. On my I way. Go, I can go meet you over there. I mean, we're, we're good, man. They, I think they blocked off the parking lot. They're outside. They so. did. Actually, I talked to, to Mariel and she said last night actually went really well. Cause I was like, I don't like, how's that going to go? And she sent me a message this morning. Said it was fine. It actually worked out better than she'd hoped. So, uh, yeah, I guess, guess we got to go. All right. Uh, do you have a question for us? I do, I suppose. It's uh, look. I just quickly googled because I didn't have anything in my brain, but uh, I think this is an interesting one, and it's a it's a yes or no. So sometimes we get we get lots of traction hey, on hey, this. I can do polls with yes or no's. Right? Can you? We can. Uh, we can have votes. Yes. Good. Well, then let's do that. Then I guess my question is: Is cereal soup? I've never heard of this. Think about is it. This a, is this a thing? Like it's a question people, that floats around. Debate? Is this like the is hot dog a sandwich type of question? Yes, exactly. Like, Very much like is a hot dog a sandwich. But is cereal soup? All right. Is cereal soup? <laughs> yes or no? <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. It's fine. Right. Okay. Uh, I believe our time is up for this week. I believe it is as well. You got anything for our audience before we're out of here? No, I have literally nothing to contribute. Okay. As nothing else to contribute. What I have <laughs> has been given. <laughs> Fair enough. From us to you. <laughs> thanks for hanging out. Thank you. We will try to do better next week, and we'll leave the bar still open for you. See you guys. Thanks for listening. This presentation of the DadGab Show has been brought to you by the DadGad Network and its parent company, DadGab Entertainment.